Okay, Mike, 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 we are back and we are not black. Uh, but we are Indians and we're going to stay Indians forever. We are the um, Cleveland Indians of the <laughs> podcast scene. We are proud um, Chief Wahoo fans. So the week that was, was a dud. Uh, all the top six either drew or lost. United City, nil-nil. Arsenal, drop to Burnley. They're in crisis, crisis, crisis. Spurs, Spurish, new Spurs. And Liverpool play badly and survive. But first, Mike, are we in the darkest season ever? What is going on in this season? We're seeing negative football. We're seeing the 19th century strike back. What say you, Miguel? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think we are seeing a lot of that, and it makes a lot of sense for two specific reasons. A, you've got some of the most negatively-minded managers as far as, like, pace of play is concerned, right? Jose Mourinho is in first fucking place. <laughs> yeah, yes. He He's in first. Uh, David Moyes is doing good things, right? Yeah. You've got uh, Ancelotti basically did a shit version of what Mourinho did against Chelsea, and it worked better than Mourinho's plan did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, I, then I, you had, and then you had Ole and, and Pep, who both played, which, by the way, as I said on the previous, they, they played not to lose, right? And I was, yeah. didn't, I was surprised by Pep doing that. Um, but, yeah, and you, you'll, you'll go farther into that than me. But the other thing is everybody's talking about the subs. Everybody's talking about the condensed schedule. And they're still they're not, not even doing anything with it. They're, just they're like, not. But with this, no, but this is what they're doing with it, right? Like, look at Liverpool. They might fucking call you soon to play with all the injuries. So now you're finding that the, you're not getting enough subs. You're not even using them, blah, 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 blah. We can go back and forth all day. But what they're actually doing is they're putting the handbrake on. They're slowing themselves down. The stats Where actually the show this, crazy, by the way. What's that? Teams are not pressing. Right, exactly. Where is the frenetic, psychotic, like eight ball Liverpool that we've gotten accustomed to over it's the last gone. four or five years? It's They're gone. gone. They're right? all and city city aren't city aren't pressing either. No one is pressing. Because right. and you then can't. you've got a certain amount of what are you talking about? Forty to fifty percent of the league, maybe that is that is just sitting back. So the teams Chelsea is sitting there like, well, fuck, we've got seventy percent of the ball. Uh, I guess we don't have to run, you know? Like, well, what do yeah. we do now? Wolves, yeah. Wolves are usually one of those frenetic teams. They're sort of in a, in a weird, like, sort of rebuilding-ish season. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that the, the coaches are hitting on, and I don't know if all this is true, but I, you know, I don't have a – it's really hard to get a good sense of what the normal schedule is because it always feels like they complain about the same thing. And I'm not sure – it feels like they've been playing three games a week since September. They probably the big have. Teams have. The big right. teams have. So, so those teams that – I mean, it's not a coincidence that everyone just finished their last round of the Champions League and all those teams dropped points except Leicester. Leicester somehow came out of their Thursday game playing well. And the teams with continuity who had a good bounce coming out of it, right? Like, if you remember, West Ham after the bubble were incredible. They came out they were. like gangbusters. Mikel Antonio scored nine goals. Villa – I mean, Villa saved their season, but then they've had continuity. Southampton have had continuity. These teams are good coaches with good continuity. And then what happened with Sheffield that hasn't won since even last season. So all these teams that have continuity, those teams seem to be playing well. The big teams seem to be like either mentally or physically exhausted. I want to go probably a little bit of both. Definitely. And then, and then like we've talked about it many times, it's just like we're – 
if you think you're fucking tired of COVID, try having to play soccer and being COVID. Who knows what's happening with people's families? Who knows what people's girlfriends are like? Who knows is like, I don't want you to fly. Like what is going on? We don't even have any sense of that part. So that there's just, everything's just down. And then of course there's my bugaboo of like, I fucking hate VAR. It's everywhere. It ruins every game every week. Uh, and then Liverpool seem to lose a star a week. Jota's out six weeks now. They get back out. Trent Alexander is, looks lost. He was terrible. He was yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. And Leicester played on, and they seem to be going there. And, like, Pep is now – and we go – and Pep is now def- – is, like, Mourinho in disguise. And we just are, like, in this weird space where things are weird, and they have more games. And that's going to bring us to another thing that just came up. We just got the Champions League draw. <laughs> so they're just going to carry on. So I think we're going to get – there's one into- more thing. There's one yeah. more thing. We, and we – London lost it, right? We had it and lost it. Oh, still right. no fans. So that when and, – and I don't know this for a fact, but I got to believe that they help you kick on. 60,000 fans screaming for you gives you that second gear when you need it, right? Yeah. And I mean, in general, of, the football's been decent, especially after the restart. Okay. Now it's slowing. Okay. Right, exactly. It's the, the, the larger fatigue when you need that burst of adrenaline. You're not finding it anywhere, right? And it's crazy to see in the last 10 days having fans in the stands, 2,000 fans in, in grounds that have 40, 50, 60,000 seats. They make a difference, right? Like yeah. even just that little bit of noise. Everton, Everton, for sure. Everton's a huge. We'll talk about it in a second. But like that's the thing. I, I, I find it kind of funny on the NBC coverage. Rebecca Lowe went to great pains out of her way to say what you're hearing is not – piped in like right. fake sound they wanted it to be they were happy people. they were happy oh, of to course see no, no no it's not a bad thing yeah. but like but you're like holy shit that's right that's so great there's our fans there now obviously yeah. london apparently as of today has gone back into what stage whatever the fuck three, three, tier three and they're not you know, yeah yeah co- <laughs> threat level midnight they're not going to be able to to have games or fans this is a games. country that survived the blitz and bombing and they're worried about a disease that might not do anything at this point. <laughs> right. Well, I think that I think the big thing is I don't know what's like, going on anymore. Yeah. They're they're right near the where we're truthers apparently. They're yeah. they're right near the end and they're like just don't fuck it up now. Which yeah. I'm like how could yeah. you but it, it doesn't Okay, matter. fine. Uh but let let's go to the draw. One thing we have to always emphasize is that uh Manchester United are out <laughs> of the Champions League. Yes, not only that they drew Real Sociedad and my best friend, David Silva, who are top of the league in La Liga. Oh, That's going to be a fun one. There's a few really home. good. They are done. There's a few really good Europa League draws. And by uh, the way, there are 13 Euro, uh, current league leaders in Europa League. You know how many league leaders are in the last 16 in Champions League? None. Zero. Not a fucking one, dude. Not even PSG, right, exactly. Not even PSG. Um, That's what I said. I was like, bullshit. PSG is, oh my God, they're actually a point behind. Yeah. So City drew Borussia Mönchengladbach. That could be tough for them because it's a a counterattacking team and they've been playing well. Chelsea drew the fucking death draw of Atletico, but they lost to Real Madrid. That's tough. Uh, You know, we have uh, Christmas future, Christmas 
Blah. Christmas okay. Pass versus Carol. You're going Christmas Carol here, and it's fucking up, pal. I know. Uh, I get it. It's December fucking... 14th. No, All right, ready? no, no. Take I'm two. saying clop and lit. I know I what you're saying. saying. I know it's what Christmas you're saying. Christmas present and Christmas future with fucking clop and Nagelsmann, young and old. God damn it, fucking Germans. They messed everything up. So we've got <laughs> Liverpool, Leipzig. Real get a very tricky draw in Atalanta. I mean, they have been good, but they seem to be falling apart because Papu Gomez, who's their great uh, talismanic older player, wants to leave and may come to MLS, which would be a coup. And then we revisit <laughs> we revisit uh, PSG Barcelona. Both teams just damaged. Whether uh, uh, Neymar is pretty badly injured, and they both have history of just really bad last four years collapsing to each other in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, PSG. Can I ask a, a question. Yes. If PSG beat Barcelona. Does Messi leave and go to Paris? I don't think that that might be like the thing, but like, how the, do we? Like, how do how, we know? How do we know Messi's there? For this game. Yeah, that's true. Because the games will <laughs> be in February. February. Okay. Uh, but let's let's dive into the dour dud. And and the less talked about this oh. game, the better. Manchester City nil. Manchester United nil. I fell asleep. Awful. Just not even good. And like I said, and it, the narrative hasn't changed. This is not 2016. This is not 2017. This is not last year's city. This city is defensive. Pep is tired of losing and getting beat on the break and people giving him shit. He is Tony Pulis in disguise. We're playing two sixes. It was Rodri and Fernandinho, and they shit going through the middle of that park. <laughs> um, how much of that strategy, at least specifically against yeah. United at Old Trafford? No, it's been six games in a row. They're just I doing know, it all I know. Time. How much of that, though, specifically to Saturday's game, how much of that was based on you lost to United three times three last times. year? Three times, yeah. The so, same way. Yeah, so, like, I, I just – I'm not going to do that this time, right? No, like I just, which is weird because no one expects Pep to do that. He so doesn't change I, for anything. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing to remember is City had the goal scored, goals against of a team that was the same as their other teams. But mm -hmm. they lost nine times. Nine times. Twice to Wolves three times to United, just getting hit on the break constantly. So he just was like, I'm not doing this because Rodri could never replace Fernandinho. And so he finally was just like, all right, I guess I got to play two sixes, especially now that he doesn't have – like it was – you could excuse it when you had De Bruyne and Silva, right? Because you're like, well, these two guys are so good. No one can defend us in attack. I'll take the chance. But now we don't even have that. So – it was very dour. And City had chances. And if they we had did. taken any of them, we would have won 1-0 and no one were worried. Riyad Mahrez could have scored a goal. Uh, De Bruyne had That's at least That's one that two, I think of. Which, by the way, just going back to that Mahrez. Uh, yeah. No, going back to that Mahrez chance, like uh, too many Kevin touches. De Bruyne split the body in half, right? And, and uh, he just he – didn't, he didn't finish it. And it was a good play by De Gea to come out. But I'm looking at the, uh, the expected goals – 1.3 to 0.7 city, right? Yeah. Like, so they were about twice as good as United on the day and just no, no finishing product. So that's, but that, that's how city are all the time. So yeah. there was that. Then we go, we go to, <laughs> we go to, um, we go to the Emirates and just, Whew. this shit is dour, <laughs> dour, dour shit. And I mean, like Arsenal are just, they're in bad shape. The first half was really poor. Same players over and over again. Again with Willian, again with Shaka, 
again with Aubameyang, again with Lacazette, the same 11 and the same results, nothing. Right. I think that my biggest problem with Arteta right now is not the results, right? I actually am quite fond of the results, but I think, um, how do you not play Danny Ceballos? I said it on the pre, the, you know, the pre-show. I'm like, he's got to be the guy. You know what the fuck Burnley is. And you know what they're going to do? Why is he not the guy trying to pick a lot? Because he's the only thing you've got. You've, you've been crying and, ba- and banging the table for Ozil. That's not going to happen, right? But, like, he's the next best thing. And he's a far cry from it. But what else they do they have? no passers. None. None. Zero. Like zero. Not fucking so, so they, they did have a, a good 15-minute stretch at the start of the half, but then uh, they also could have given it, been down one because Chris Wood missed a header that he scores seven times out of ten. Yeah. Uh, but then Shaka just fucking throws his hand into a guy's neck. VAR catches it. He's sent off, changing from a yellow to a red, and good night, Irene. Then another near red. Elneny tries to kill, take off Tarkovsky's head. And on the ensuing corner, Afro... Pierre, well, so let's, let's set the scene a little bit more. Star striker Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang <laughs> does not have a goal from open play this season. He does now. Now he does <laughs> in his own net. Right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, so yeah. he's the guy who ends up getting an unfortunate bounce. I mean, the game, was, the, the, game, the game was shit. But the key, the key thing is the post game. It's just like... It's must-watch Arsenal fan TV. DT was the voice of reason. I did notice that. Don Robbie just despondent. Crushed. Yeah. I mean, the guy who runs Arsenal fan TV, who's supposed to try and, like, keep all these lunatics out of the asylum, is just – he's broken. <laughs> he's like, what? I don't know what to say. Like, he has to do these interviews over and over again. And he's a real fan. And, like, listen, say what we want about Arsenal fan TV. It's great. It just is. Like, we're all jealous. You just want you want your own. And it's so good. And he's just dead inside. I wait for the Mo, the Mo one, the, the accountant, Indian or Pakistani guy, who just is so measured and controlled. And it's just great. But, yeah, Arsenal aren't. Tr- I mean, there's no, how does Arteta survive? There's, there's almost no way. And you were giving me shit not three weeks ago for saying Arteta might be in trouble. Wow. Well, hey, now you're, you were right. I thought they might win some <laughs> games against Burnley. Here's At the home. problem. They're in 15th place. Oh, right? 15th place, five points off the drop. They're not going down. Come on. They're not going down, but they're five points off the drop zone. And He's not who do they have in the festive period, Laurent? I'll tell you. Good team. They have Southampton. Oof. They have Everton away. They have an EFL Cup game against your city. They're going to drop. Then they play game. Chelsea. Then they play Brighton three days later. They finally get a reprieve with West Brom and Newcastle towards right around the new year. But that's five games in a row of guys. They can't beat Newcastle. Are you kidding? They can't beat what? Newcastle. Okay, can't. Well, okay, fine. But my <laughs> point is, is that, like, you're going to – all right, of Southampton, Everton, ignore Man City because that's – although it's going to be right in the middle of everything. They don't you got care about boxing, that. you got Chelsea on Boxing Day, and then you've got a, a, a scrappy Brighton team. Four games, 12 points on offer. How many do they get out of those 12 points? They got to get 10. No, they're not going to get more than six. I know. They're fucked. Yeah. So so that's the thing is that now you look at, okay, we're 12 games in. We're going to be 16 games in, 17 games in after New the Year's qu- Day. The, or the, the question is, is like, it's not so, – it, it would be one thing if Aubameyang wasn't firing. They're not even getting chances. Not even, he's not even getting shots. He's not right, even so, shooting. Let's do some anyway. quick math, right? 
17 games will be almost 50% of the season. Yes. Almost. Yeah. It'll be about 40 to 45% of the season. Yeah. If they get six points from those four or five games, one, two, three, four, five games, they get six points from that, they're on 21 points. Oof. 40-ish percent of the way through the season. Oof. They're going to get – they're on like – they're on pace for like a, a 40-point, 50-point season. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing is that we've always said 40 points, you're sa- – and I'm not Yeah, I'm they're, not they're safe. <laughs> I'm not, di- I'm not letting the relegation <laughs> chat die just yet. Uh, but speak- speaking of teams staying out of the relegation zone, uh, Crystal Palace, get a, get a fine point against your uh, Tottenham Hotspur. So what? I, had, I had an <laughs> argument with a few friends of mine. Oh, God. Um, there, was look, no re- there was no reason they should have dropped points in this game. Zero. No, there's not. But, but you can't all of a sudden – you can't, and this is a larger Spurs argument. I'm not going to say on the show today, but I will soon when I get annoyed enough, which I was on Saturday. You can't look at a team, and I tweeted this from our account, yeah. that, that employed a mentality and, a, and a, a way to play that beat Manchester City 2 nothing, tied Chelsea, and crushed Arsenal. Yeah. Just absolutely demoralized them. Yeah. And then when it doesn't work one time against a scrappy Palace team who had, oh. by the way, who played the game for their fucking lives. You could have scored a lot more. I mean, and like, then we could have fucking won the game late anyway. No, I mean, they, they, it was a goalkeeping. It was one of those Quick. where, like, they kept you in it. But the thing is, is, like, whenever Spurs were trying to score, they could score. But they took 60 minutes of the game to not try. Well, so hold on. The first 45 minutes of the game were the best 45 minutes of the weekend. <laughs> yes, bro. Okay. S- strong attacking from both sides. Yeah. Spurs get a great goal. Um and 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 honestly, Palace couldn't should have probably had one before yeah, halftime. Sure, sure. So what Mourinho sees, he goes, "All right, hold the fuck on, guys. Let's let's calm it back down. Yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. back to normal." And this again, small ground. So that 2000 fans meant a lot. It was loud. At Selhurst. Yeah. It was loud there. They were doing their thing. They were doing great. And and so he goes, all right, we're going we're gonna to lock it down. We're going to get these three points. We're going to go home. Yeah, no. And Palace just, just hit him hard. Benteke, by the way. Benteke reminds me a lot of Fernando Llorente in the sense that, like, so he's good. just – he, he finishes like a fucking blind man. Right, but, but he gets, so, he, you can kick it to him. He can get, he's so big. He's strong. He's great hold up. Like, he, yeah. he's been – he was an extremely important part of their attack despite the fact that he probably had three big miss – Big yeah, yeah. I mean, missed, and, right? and then you've got Eze and you have you have He's Zaha both, both both on the same side. Really tough, really tricky, really yeah. good. The the reason the Larice goal looked bad is because it was in I'm not gonna say the corridor of certainty. It was a good ball into the box. But Larice <laughs> had to hold on to he he could have caught it, but he had I mean, to worry he had about nine guys right. There were right nine guys him. in front of him. Exactly. I don't I don't blame Hugo for that at all. Yeah. Um but I mean what was so frustrating to me watching it was like Spurs got their goal. They had many chances, but it felt like they weren't. There was a, a probably twenty-five minutes, a half hour there where they weren't trying to get the goal. Palace gets the pulls the equalizer, and then they're right back at it. They have like seven shots on goal in the last yeah. five minutes. Yep. It, the, the interesting thing to me is Spurs have given up ten goals this season in twelve games. Six Three of them. Sixty percent yeah. have been from the eightieth minute on. Now you can get one of them was a shit bullshit VAR penalty late late that didn't yeah, mean that anything in the Southampton game. The Lanzini one was absurd. That would happen sure. one in a hundred. Sure, but the but even still, that's forty percent of all the goals you've given up. If you take those two outliers out, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So 
it's funny that like Spursy is undying no matter what, right? Like, um, <laughs> you know what though? Saying, whenever, oh, whenever, Brino, yeah. Well, you're, when you when you when you've got a one goal lead, you've got you've got to score those extra goals because because it would have meant nothing, right? If you but had again, been up, if you had been up two one and then given up that goal, I mean two 0 okay. it'd have been fine. Here's the no other one thing. would have said anything. Here's the other thing, and we'll get on to this in a few minutes. They go to Anfield in two days, right? So. Mourinho's sitting there looking like, hey, we got to fucking bunker down. Let's not oh, they're gonna kill go get ourselves. The, they're going to go for the draw. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is in, in this respect, in this strategy, you go, oh, I okay, get, I get it. I get it. Yeah, like we, like we were talking about. You can't it's go hell for leather. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, speaking yeah. of, speaking of we, we had another game in London. There was lots of London games. Fulham won. Liverpool won. Fulham deserved three points from this game. The they were Scotty good. Parkers. They were good. And Liverpool mm-hmm. created nothing. There was one shot with Salah on the turn. But otherwise, you know, Liverpool were flat. They attacked down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side. He seemed to either be in the wrong place or not know where to be. Adama Lookman or whatever the hell his name is kept on getting in. Uh, they had two or three shots that Allison had to save. You know, it was bad. I, and I think Liverpool... We're lucky that they didn't have a penalty called on 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 um, Fabinho, which as an as an anti VARR VAR person, fine, you didn't call it. But then they take five minutes to not overturn it. If you're gonna look at it, overturn it because it was a fucking penalty. <laughs> <laughs> you're waffling. No, I'm not um, waffling. But don't. But I'd rather they didn't. And then the handball to give the uh, the penalty. It's just like that was never a handball. No, but in, but in the, historically, in the, in the way the rules written in the context of in the context of this season, it is in I'm the context of a hundred and fifty years, it is not. I'm I'm not even going to listen to this episode if we keep going about because <laughs> we're right on the side. It's just it feels like it's the same song every week. I know, but because it, it fucking it, is. It is, and it sucks, and it makes me crazy. Anyway. Liverpool should have lost. This was the same game as the Aston Villa game, playing a high line with teams getting in behind. Liverpool, ugh. but then they could. This is actually a weirdly a bad result for you because I think they'll get focused again. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But yeah, I'm, I'm but very I do, interested to see what we got what, on Wednesday. If Mourinho's smart, he will put Son on Trent Alexander-Arnold's side. He is. After, He's on the left. Go after him. Yeah. If so, he moves, go after him. Right, Find right. him. So <laughs> let's run through the two, uh, two and a half probably other games that were that are left still. Leicester beat the living shit out of your boys in Brighton. I know. Uh, James Madison with a fantastic effort. Oh, that was two so goals. good. Uh, just, that, got, just, that got Lisa off her seat, and she doesn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's. Uh, I'm I'm worried for your boys, but I mean Leicester look great, and and they keep pace with the the rest of the you know the rest of the yeah they get a win when everyone drops. Everton right. take out Chelsea. They played it tight. Uh, it was Mendy's first mistake, but Chelsea didn't create anything. They and that's no, weird. I thought they were good. I thought they were quite good actually. I'm trying to find the ex- expected goals for that because it w- felt like a lot to a little. Oh no no yeah I mean sorry, yes but I mean what I'm saying is is that you know. Um, What's his face? The shitty goalkeeper. He made some saves. He helped out. He was there. He was. Oh, Pickford. Yeah, Pickford had some good saves Pickford, there. Pickford got wrong-footed on like three free kicks, and the post he he should marry them. 
But the the other thing is with with Everton is they have no fullbacks. They're literally playing without them. They just are like, well, I guess we don't have any, so we're not going to play with any. So they did that. Uh, Wolves Villa, choppy. <laughs> That's how a derby should yeah. be. Five cards. Two game ended with people sent off. Game one in the fun. last minute. Just people kicking the shit. So, out of but each other. real quick, the last ten minutes. Wolves got... should have won, but yeah, sure. But the... but Aston Villa get a man sent off first. They go <laughs> yes. all the way down. You know what? They don't stop attacking. Oh, I love that. God, I love so me good. some Villa. So good. So they go, good. you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we're going down a man and we're gonna keep going. And they get a penalty. Yeah. And they yeah. slot it home. Uh, uh, not but, Grealish. Grealish, magnanimous. Let's Al Ghazi do it. Yeah. He actually they talked about it after the game. He was like, Oh, Jack said just go do it. Like, oh what a man. What a man. What a <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. Uh I'll quickly touch on my friends at Leeds. It's not it's not feeling good for them. They've given up seven set piece goals and West Ham got two of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh my my guy Jared Bowen causing havoc for poor West Ham. For West Ham. West Ham has now become Moyes Ham. They are now mm-hmm. full Moyes. Suchek with another goal at the back post. Egbana for a really killer header on a good cross by Bowen. Again, really good. West Brom, Villa, the less we say about this, the better. A good game, but I didn't watch it. Uh, and then my poor friends in Sheffield United are dying. Oh, they've gotten, they got smashed. They but got absolutely smashed. Not only that, the they're dead inside. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. Yeah, they're you just can like. See it. I don't think anybody's ha- had gone this far without a win. Or there was some kind of weird stat that they've achieved, and it's not a stat you want to achieve at all. They have, but one, they're sitting on one point. One point. One point. nine times. There were probably like three games they should have won, maybe. So they they're not this bad, but your record is your record, and yeah. that is that. But we have to kind of pivot really quickly because we've got fucking games tomorrow. <laughs> we've got games. I looked at the schedule. Uh, basically, every day except for like four days between <laughs> now and January second. It's yeah. This fantastic. is the fest. It's the festive season. It's the festive season. No, it's the festivist for so, the rest of us. Two games tomorrow. One is including your city, but one's oh, actually kind of a big one. Like they're gonna. I think city will blow the doors off of West Brom, and there won't be much. To no, talk to they don't there. blow the doors off of anyone. This Listen, is the problem. I think that they would have to Fulham two weeks ago, oh, and they just they they kind of throttled back a little bit, but. You know very well that City will be in gear, ready for that game. Uh-huh. They'll come out. They'll get a goal within the first 15 minutes. I fucking certainly goddamn hope so. <laughs> but before that, 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, we got an early game. Wolves-Chelsea it's at the Molyneux. Thick and fast. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Wolves to hopefully kind of take more points off of Chelsea. Um, they could. And they I could. really want to know how Chelsea lines up. Because frankly, right now, this is kind of insane to think about. Chelsea are a one-man band, and his name is Reese James. <laughs> Everybody else in, on Chelsea has been kind of a letdown so far this year, with yeah, the exception yeah. of Giroud, who, by the way, was not supposed to be in the plans at fucking all. Yeah. So yeah, it was Havertz, supposed to be, Havertz supposed is to be the three up front, right? Yeah. Right. Havertz is taking a long time. Werner's not really doing much yet. He's been good when he's gotten service, and, and yeah, but he's, he's a but he he's a he's a he's a fast break player. Yeah, right? and their their teams are sitting deep against them, so mm-hmm. he's not as valuable. No, I don't know. Um, uh, what other? Ga- oh, your game Wednesday. <laughs> uh, well, and then there's the big one, right? So, this is the, by far the game of the week. And that's, let me tell you, as so somebody soon. who gets oh, so God. excited usually about going to Anfield, I have nerves and whatever. But like, 
the games are usually so frenetic, so crazy. I remember it's not gonna be this one though. It's not gonna be. It's just no. not gonna be. Um, the last few games between Spurs and Liverpool, specifically at Anfield, were like three, four, five goal affairs, crazy yeah. back and forth. And I remember vividly one of them with the Victor Wanyama like oh, bullet the, goal into the top the corner. Blaster, that's the best one. You had uh, Salah with an incredible goal after that. Uh, the Lamella penalty at the very death. Oh. Um, it was Kane missed a penalty, and then Lamella got one in like the 95th minute. Yeah. Uh, against uh, Van Dyke oh. and Kane slotted that one home. The Pochettino Spurs. The yeah, man, Spurs. it was fun. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what Liverpool is going to look like, to be quite honest, because they they're going to be up for it. But I mean, like, what no, what, what are they going to try like, and do? On paper, what are they going to look like? like what they still they... have Mane, Salah, up Firmino. They still have their three. Do they have all three of them for ninety minutes again? Yeah, they have no. Okay. What else? They, there's nobody well, else. They have no Jota, right? So no, that's kind of the well, thing. They got to play Origi. No, Mimeno. No, Mimeno. Yeah, I, that, I'm, I'm not. They're gonna sure. go with the three. One or both of them makes it makes a cameo. No, it'll be Mil- it'll be Milner will come into the midfield after, you know what they've been because because Henderson played center back. They may have to still do that or. Right. Klopp is pretty good about trusting the young kids. It could be Neko Williams and the other guy, Williams Curtis and Jones. Jones. So they, they may just play those guys. I don't know. It's the midfield I mean. where they're so having I think, problems. I think if there were ever a time to go to Anfield, it's right now. Yeah. Um, obviously, there isn't. <laughs> but yeah. if there, like I said, if there ever were a time that you could pick, it would be coming off of a, of a, a, a weird game where you get outplayed by Fulham. Um, they really got outplayed. Yeah, I, but the thing is, right. it's the road. They 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 have they're one and four. They have they're win, winless in five on the road. So yeah, and they haven't lost since the fucking eighteen hundreds at home. But I know. Um, I don't know. You I take mean, points off them, goddamn it! Get oh man, we are all Spurs supporters. If you're listening to this podcast, we are all Spurs supporters on Wednesday. Please, please get them. Uh, what, what, what will I be looking at? I will be looking at Leicester and Everton. That's a good uh, one. I'll be hoping that Brighton and Fulham all of a sudden is like a six-pointer. Uh, Leeds to bounce back versus Newcastle. Hopefully that happens. Then we, There's a lot of good London stuff. West way, Ham, Crystal Palace is a fun game. There's a Arsenal lot of, this, could get the shit group. kicked out of them by Southampton. At home. Yeah. And luckily, like I mentioned, there's not going to be fans there this time. But they I, could lose I'm less, two to nothing. I'm less concerned about them. Why am I less concerned about them? If they were going to Southampton, I would say they're losing. But at home, maybe they'll be okay. I, Didn't they just I lose have, to Burnley at home? They have – you know what it is with losing with teams? is like once you start losing, you feel like you're never going to win. Like right. it's really bad. Like, Arsenal are winless in six. You go on every week about how Arsenal need to sign Lewis Dunk and James Tarkowski. Here's another <laughs> one. Okay, here's another one. Yannick Vestergaard is going to score. <laughs> yes. Right? He is an absolute tower over anybody yeah, Arsenal is going to try and have mark but him. But it's, it's, it's Ward-Prowse who puts the ball. No, no, I know. Of course. But, like, but it, all right, put it this way. Over under five corner kicks. If they get over five, Vestergaard scoring, hundred percent. Because Ward Prowse is going to put one on his forehead. Who's going to play midfield for, for, for? They got no shotgun. He's out for games. Yeah. No. You Maybe know what? Be good. No, Maybe it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing because sub, I'm telling you, what the whose wife did Sabio's fuck? Because he's not in the lineup, and they're just they're an all time bad Arsenal team right now. 
And no, he I can't mean, get I in the lineup. They'll play El Neni and Ceballos. I guess I mean, that's what they what just. What other played. options do we have here? I guess Maitland Niles and other clowns. I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up, friend. I already, uh, and uh, we will see more on Thursday. We're going to have lots of shit to talk about. Oh, my God. We're going to be talking about this stuff. We're going to be previewing the games on Saturday. We're not going to know what's happening. We're, we are in the festive period, folks. Buckle up. It's a lot of fun. Hey. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works.